Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidbit podcast. It's a Christian-based kids ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers, and like creative soul winners, sharing experiences and experiments. Welcome to Sticks and Dirt Kidman Podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad you come back to join us yet again for another podcast episode. Whether you listen to the first four minutes, first segment, or the whole program, we appreciate it. Every little bit you can give to help us out. So, uh, here we go. All right. Um, today, we were kind of debating on what we're going to talk about. Um, not debating, but... Well, tr- Jared was trying to debate with it. He's always trying to get deep. And but <laughs> debating is part of his segment called Hold Up, which is that's what you know he does. He debates oh, that's what with it's called. He always tries to stir the pot. So uh, identifying your Kidman calling is what we had um, kind of had out there here a couple weeks ago, and uh, I think we'll go ahead and just shoot for that right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Remind me the sound effect. There. I appreciate that, Travis. I try my best. Yeah. And then, um, so I, I, again, it's one of those topics where we're we're not going to get real deep in, not going to be able to answer or address every element and perspective of it. But we're going to talk about it anyway. And uh, quite honestly, I uh, had a brain freeze on that. I'm like, I'm like totally blank right now. I don't know what happened to all my content I had in my head for it. But I'm going to let you guys start engaging. <laughs> And it'll bring back to my memory what I was going to talk about on that. So, and Jared's looking at me like, what? <laughs> "This is a setup." So, but but Jared had an approach to it when we I said, "You know, let's talk about identifying your kidman calling." He said, "What?" You made it sound uh, like there was nothing to it. Easy, peasy. yeah. Uh, I think in most cases it's just like how your life goes. You know what I mean, like. No, I don't. Explain like, uh, uh, okay, okay. So mine is different because, like, I'm just in a different one, but it's kind of the same concept. Everyone has. Oh, so your path of life, where you've yes. been, what you, oh, how yeah. you've been raised kinda up, like, and that kind of kinda stuff. Like, okay, I mean, I look, I look back now, and it's and it's funny because things do line up with what I'm doing now. You know, what gotcha. I mean? Like, like uh, my my biggest mentor was Nate Reed. He's my youth pastor, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like it was predetermined but it's just interesting how that played he was out. influenced you know what i mean and your parent your dad was a pastor so you was in a, church it's more like the people you gravitate to and like you relate yeah. to the most uh, but i i didn't think i'd be i didn't i don't think i wanted to that brings up a good perspective that an interesting thing i've never i guess thought about this or, or observed this i wonder how many people got into kid ministry and didn't know they want well who never grew up in church they were yeah, you know kind of grew up in their 20s and 30s and then they got right in church all of a sudden doc, got right doc me i didn't start you, going Travis? to church until i was like i was 13 16 be, be bitty baby she was 16 yeah i was 15 16 i was like 13 and 14 so you guys got in church when you were teenagers yeah okay young teenagers yeah okay that so I, we can me, listen to that for me and i i guess i'd say for taylor too is the same cuz like for us it's like growing up in the church I would say you you kind of gravitate towards the idea that you're meant to do something in it. That's rather, yeah. Oh, that rather than some people you, think that, that yes. if you if you didn't necessarily grow up in it, then it's kind of like for me, it's just a different aspect. Because for me, if I'm not doing anything in it, I'm like, why am I coming here then? 
I, yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. I'm trying to reach but beyond there's, there's where people like that. Where like well, Travis and Alexa, you guys got in when you're young teenagers. I'm curious <laughs> to know: is there anyone out there who is I don't know in their late twenties, thirties, that never been in church, never had anything to do a job to do with kids or nothing like that, but had an encounter and experience with God, and then and then uh, started going to church. Their family didn't, you know, and they just come stumbled across God in their late 20s or 30s, and then somehow, within a matter of short years, felt this calling and need to go help kids in a ministry. Oh, well. <clears throat> I was going to... I thought I was going to fit that, but... Well, how I, close I, are you to that? What, what's mean, your story? I mean, I don't know if I would... I don't know. Like, whenever I got into church, I was nine, 19, 20 years old, and how long was your dad in church? How long was your how long have you been exposed? He's to technically it? been my dad. My dad has basically been raised in the Pentecostal church and his entire life. He just backslid whenever he was about my age, and you know just became the prodigal son essentially. Um, and then so did know, so was you when he was raising you? Was he in church at all? No, then? he was not. I, I, oh. Until my dad actually got uh, back in church, probably in like. 2015, 20, no, I'm not 2015, 2005, 2006. Um, <clears throat> I had never known my, I mean, I think I remember seeing my dad in church like twice. That was it. But See, I'm, I'm kind of in a similar situation because my grandmother used to go to this church like mm-hmm. a lot, but I never really knew her because by the time I was old enough, she had Alzheimer's and I didn't really know her that well, but I knew stories like, I would come to church like as a kid, just like a one-off thing, because my cousins would come. They say, "Oh, you're Jackie's grandson." I'd say, "Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me, yeah." yeah. yeah. But I never saw her like in church. I never, my, uh, uh, our bishop's wife uh, would say, um, oh, "Yeah, your grandmother used to sit right there on the front row all the time." <laughs> so, so for Travis, Lexa, and Justin, I'd say you guys can pretty much say church was never really up in the forefront. Or uh, an influence in your life? I went when I was... I went with my grandparents. Not uh, here. Not here. I went to a Baptist church. That's okay. um, That my... (laughs) That, um, like, my family had always gone to, um, probably till I was, like, six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like, like when my grandparents could take me, but then when they, again, when they got older and couldn't take me anymore and they didn't go to church because they were bad in health and I didn't go anymore. But grandma used to load all of us in the car and take us... No, what was you, uh, speaking abroad in your ministry aspect? Where do you feel? I'm throwing an interview question at you guys. Where do you feel? At what point in your life do you feel you felt it was time to get involved in kids ministry? And what was you thinking? Or can you recall that? I'd say in, in youth, like you would go to these youth conventions, and they would say, like, uh, you guys are called to do mm. great works, and like you would think to yourself, like, what is that? Like for me, a long time, I thought it would be. Um, missionary. Like I thought I was right. called to be a missionary for the longest time, and then I kind of started going more the media route. Is that is that why you went to China? Was you going out? He went to Honduras too. China. You went to Honduras too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! I, I did not know you went to China and Honduras. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow, I have not heard this. Have I, was I sleeping when you talked about it? Or? No problem. He, he was, was, was going to go. I, I'm pretty sure he talks about it in episode 11. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> when we, uh, did. I need to go back and uh, when, uh, listen to that. When we 11. first started dating, he was actually like, we started dating and he was getting oh, yeah. ready to go. He was going to go to China for a month. He for had three a month, months. He had a three month a China three trip month coming China up. Trip. And he was legitimately and we had just seeking started out, dating. Uh, doing a, um, four missions in China. And then something went wrong. Well, it was only, there were only two people signed up, me and this other person. And uh, they had to cancel it because they couldn't afford to do a three-month trip for just three people. Or two people. Well, I guess three because of right. the chaperone. So they changed it to just a week, and then me and that other person went to the week. And then Ashton and all the Ashton with you. also. And, uh, but um, it was supposed to be yeah. three months, and then it was right when we started dating. I was like, oh, my gosh, we're starting dating, and now he's going to be in China for three months. <laughs> and, and then it got canceled, and it was only a week. But You don't went to China for a week. Mm-hmm. Is that worth it? I mean, that's like, like it's a long process. No, I saw a lot. It was good. We, That's what AYC, uh, AYC does. We had church in the hotel room. It was like 30 or 40 young people in the hotel room all uh, just having church quietly. Um, and then I think I've told the story about the, probably in the last episode, about the... Uh, Praying in public and in you, the, they the started getting park. around you yeah. with guns. Did they have guns with them? Yeah. They had guns oh on their shoulders. Sing their own. Say, all right, pipe it down. Shut this down. Yeah. What, what was they saying? Were they just showing well, they up, just, intimidating you, and you kind of got, got the message? They kind of circling us, and, and the chaperones were like, I think it's time to go. Oh, so, yeah, wow. I think, I think you're right. So, yeah. And then we all collected Bibles, and um, we would just talk to random people around, like the, called the Silk Market, where you go and, like, uh, just buy knockoff stuff. <laughs> so, could you speak their language then? No, I, I learned there a couple. Was, Oh, it was just kind of like words and high phrases, and stuff but I like forgot that. since. So what? where did your kidman calling come in? Did it come in before that, after that, during, or what? Well, that's, I don't know. That's a good question, honestly. Like, I started doing media, and I was like, I like media, but then I think it's when I met Alexa, really, is, and then she started doing more with Kidman, and then I would help her on Wednesdays, and I was like, I think I want to do this instead. So you was one of those people who were, you were, I was kind of literally like feeling around. out. Yeah. yeah, he was testing the waters everywhere. Kind of, and mm-hmm. you know the China thing seemed to come to abrupt end, and then media, you just wasn't feeling it. And then when Alexa hooked up with her, she you was already working in class mm-hmm. work, I guess. Yeah, I've uh, probably a couple years after I got in church. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I always wanted to be a teacher, and it just kind of happened. I mean, <laughs> so you wanting to be a teacher. A secular school teacher in itself mm-hmm. compelled you to be a Sunday school mm-hmm. teacher. I just, okay, I prefer kids. So you was more you're, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you went you went right to it basically, and Travis was out testing waters everywhere. Now I did go. tots a lot at first. I, me and Sue Walker did tots for years, um, and before I did the older kids. You know what it might have been, honestly, for me. There was a time whenever we went. Whenever we were in China, this might have been the deciding factor for me, honestly. We went to a hospital, like a um, kind of like a vision clinic thing where all these kids were having trouble with their eyesight. I have pictures I can post later. Um, <laughs> and uh, they were just so happy to see us. And we, we collected our money. We went to McDonald's. They never had McDonald's before. So we went to McDonald's and got them food. And uh, actually, it's funded by Jackie Chan. It's pretty. Is what? It's, it's funded. No, the the whole like place was funded by Jackie. The Chan. hospital. The hospital. Oh, oh okay. wow. Yeah. Um, 
And then we were like playing with the kids and they're all have eye patches and they all have different troubles with their eyes and their eyesight and stuff. And then we were just outside. Me and this other guy were just clowning around and doing stuff. He, he brought with him like an Afro, like a, one of those circus Afro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we were just clowning around. He would like jump over my shoulders and I would try to do it (laughs) completely mess up. So it was was like that, like maybe that was the deciding factor when, and then we were all, we took a big chance and like in the lobby of this hospital and we all had the kids raise their hands and the chaperone was uh, on the micro, on the megaphone, like saying a prayer to all these kids as they were raising their hands and everything in like downtown city in China, Beijing, like a month before the Olympics. Wow, in wow. 20, in 2008. Oh, yeah, it was right before the Olympics. Because yeah. you were supposed to be there for the Olympics. Yeah, it was supposed to, I was supposed to be there during the Olympics, but they got canceled. But for the Olympics, though. Were you there? We, we were there <laughs> a week. <laughs> there for the Olympics? No. no, we were there a week before the Olympics. But the original trip was planned during the Olympics. So I'm going to ask you guys here in a little bit, after we talk, Jared and you two guys, if you want to put anything in on it, what, what, think about, what would advice or suggestion you would give people out there that's maybe seeking or whatever. So Jared, how did we learn how Alexa was more direct and Travis was testing the waters everywhere. I just thought of more things. What but was, I got to what was your just from dating somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, no, draw that's Travis. Not, not Travis. Oh, not Travis. Somebody oh, else. wait, wait. Should we even go there? Uh-oh. <laughs> Someone else and I swooped in. Somebody wait, else that I was I dating. I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I dated this person for <laughs> yeah. like two years. Hold up there. Not <laughs> Stephen. No. Who was no. Who is it? I I He's know. a father of one of our kids now, and I. Oh well. <clears throat> oh, I. We'll tell you one when you're older. He's related kids. to Michelle. Oh, related to. Oh, okay. It's Michelle's brother. That's, yeah. Okay. It's All Michelle's right. brother. That's, that's what I was. But we dated for a couple of years. Didn't work out, and then. I knew that. <laughs> but he brought me to church, and. Then. Okay, and the rest is history. The rest is history. Man, that's. That'd be hard. The rest man. is her just, just to bring a girl to a church and then oh, he just made her a ministry of someone it. else he, there. No, no, yeah, he made, right. a, he made a ministry of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What a good guy. <laughs> so, Jared, right. your path. Uh, this is a weird one. Um, yeah, I, uh, this isn't my home church. Uh, I came here because um, I don't want to get into that really. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I never really had somebody in my life like Nate. Uh, and so, so like I was the guy in the youth group at like age 19. I was that weird cringe, you know, why are you still in here type thing? You know what I, mean? <laughs> uh, I, so the first year of Riverside here, I went through Nate's program, like curriculum or whatever. And, uh, so I, I thinking about it, like I knew that there was something there, like I, like I knew that I was meant to be here, but I didn't like, I never saw myself doing something like this. Cause I didn't think I was good enough mm-hmm. because like comparing churches stuff like, like I'm s- small beginnings. So I felt like, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's not going to be like major, but whatever, I don't care. And so it wasn't until I got to this point of like, you know what? Because like, I guess for me, like being a pastor's kid, like there's like this, um, there's like this thing of like, you know, like I wanted to be a speaker of some kind, but like, like a pressure, like you have to be not, like, not necessarily your a pressure, steps. but a wanting of it. Like I <clears throat> wanted it. And I don't know if that was for the intention. I don't know. But like, I got to this, but like, I, I think, cause it's weird because like, 
now that everything's happened, I can't remember how I thought like two years ago. Um, <laughs> Same. But like I, I had this thing of like where I guess I was, I was like fighting and trying to do something. Like I wanted to do something, and I was like, you know what, God, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just gonna do what's in front of my face. Like I'm just gonna serve where people need me. Where, where people so you just opened your arms and said, whatever, God, just, just and do that, something. And a couple weeks later, we this is when we had service in the fellowship hall. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people are praying, you know, it's worship. Lauren comes out, walks, and I'm like having my hands up. And you know how you kind of think when people are doing stuff while you're still there? I was like, yeah, she's not coming to pray for me. That'd be really weird. <laughs> and then two seconds later. Now she was your youth, le- youth leader she, at yeah, the time, yeah. the wife of the youth leader. Yeah. And so two seconds later, I hear her voice and she's praying for me. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then she told me to the fact of like, you know, God's going to open a door and you're just going to have to have the faith to take the step. And I'm like, this doesn't apply to me, but okay, thank you. <laughs> like, I just yeah. felt like it didn't apply to me. Nice prayer. Lauren. And then I appreciate it. And then that's when everything kind of like just started to roll the ball. Everything started to happen. And, uh, I would say this too, and then I'm done. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I, I would say that, that like my thing, I necessarily didn't think I wanted to be a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Probably at the time I was like, oh, that'd be really sick. But I think when it came down to it, it was just, I wanted to be what Nate Reed was to me for someone else. That, ah. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to so do. So there was a big influence in your life. Yeah. That kind of sparked and your interest. Then, and then, even like before, and this is my last thing. Maybe you don't remember this. This was at NAYC. Probably my brother. This was at NAYC. This was probably like, what year was it? Um, me and Megan weren't dating yet. Uh, I was dating another girl. I was being stupid. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> So you went to this. this we teen all go through youth, those phases. This Dude, teen youth conference he was going uh, to. Yeah, NAYC, and I was in another crossroads of my life. I had to make the decision to date this girl or not date this girl again. And uh, she was sitting beside me. Uh, I didn't know she she liked me then, but I didn't like. I wasn't. I didn't care. You didn't care. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> no. she nah. years later she would tell me that at that time when I was doing my own crossword cross cross crossword, crossword puzzle, puzzle. There you go. <laughs> my crossroad thing that she had a vision that me and her were youth pastors. I don't know if it was here, but that we were Oh, that's wow. unless she's very clingy and weird at that time and then she just said it Do so that I'd be days? like, Oh, okay, so this is it then. <laughs> so when she said that, did that Spark your interest. Well, this was after. This was at, I think that. she she didn't tell me till years later, and I was like, she probably told me, and I just didn't believe her because I didn't know how it was going to happen. Like I was like, I don't think it could happen here. Like I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it happened. I feel yeah, like we could weird. probably so, wait. Was it Megan that told you that? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh. I f- oh. Huh. I feel like we could probably dedicate this episode to Nate Reed because <laughs> I was thinking as he was talking about Nate Reed right before he left. Um, our church. I remember him praying with Travis and I, and I remember him giving us a big hug and saying, "Just stay in connects. Just yeah. uh, you both need to stay in connects." And like that was like one of the last things he said before yeah. he left us. And he so. called me this week too. And he, yeah, well. he calls us like every. Well, speaking of youth pastors giving you visions, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> off topic to be fair, but I mean, I have had that happen too, but yeah. it wasn't anything to do with ministry related. So it was to do with marriage related, though. It, it was that. Well, now you do have a story on how you got here. 
because you're now, you're now involved in kid ministry. Yeah, so Do you have an interesting yeah, I mean, story because it, it, it took me by surprise. Yeah, that could. I, I think we're on the same page there, so I'm going to run with that one because I like telling this story just because I just feel like. <sighs> I don't know. This is just me personally, but I kind of feel like there's very few times where, you know, in, in, a, in a person's life where they're actually going to get like a direct word from God, per se, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. where you just have like that hard hit in your soul where you're like, mm-hmm. OK, God, this is definitely you. There's no doubt about it. You know, let's, I trust you. Let's go for it. Um, and that kind of led us to here, which led us to, you know, youth ministry. So, yeah, I guess it does kind of apply. Um, but basically, when I was in the military, I had about... Uh, probably about three months in service left before I was just going to separate. And North Carolina has always been my home. So I was like, okay, I definitely want to go back to North Carolina. I've lived in West Virginia, which was Huntington at the time. So you can oh, understand. You did? I didn't know that. You can When? Oh, well, I lived with my mom for six years. I lived in the Huntington, Chesapeake area for six years. That's okay. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I know. See, you understand why I'm we're not, I we're had not this holding tainted, it against you. you know, yeah. uh, like view on Huntington or for <laughs> West Virginia. So I'm like, I, don't, I was like, I don't want to go to West Virginia. I can't stand that state. Hey. And so. It does not represent us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, she was like, okay, okay. Okay, we'll go back to North Carolina. We'll go back to North Carolina, and there was. And this is when you guys were in uh, Washington. Washington. Yeah, we were in Washington Seattle. State, yeah. and I was just. We were in a middle of church service. Yeah, I was just. We was just in the middle of church service. I'll never forget. It was like third or fourth pew back on the left hand side, and we're just sitting there, we're having service. And if I remember correctly, we were actually also we were. Um, I think it was the music. Was the music or was preaching? I can't remember what was going on. I just remember we were in church, and it just hit me out of nowhere. It was like. It was like, God just told me you're going to West Virginia. Like, that was it. Like, it was the first time I had ever, felt, like, felt comfortable with it or anything like that. I just lo- I just remember, you know, leaning over to her and be like, well, you'll be happy to hear this. Because she really <laughs> wanted to go to West well, Virginia. See that, okay, because at that time, me and my wife had just moved here. It was kind of the... On the same time frame, I guess within two or three years or so. Well, you moved here about six months after I got married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We was all in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You two got married, went off, uh, moved away in the Navy. Washington. Washington. And then Tanya and I moved here to Morgantown, West Virginia. And I honestly thought, you know, well, that's, you know, we're all gone now. Jordan was in Virginia or somewhere, and you guys were in Washington. I thought, well, it's all over. We're gone <laughs> our separate ways. And uh, we knew you guys were heading back to North Carolina after your, you served your four years or whatever. What? It was him going on deployment and me staying with you guys for like the eight months. Yeah, yeah, that got me super bit. interested yeah. in moving here because I fell in love with the people. Hey, hey, now, do you think you influenced him? Yes. Justin, um, do you think she? Did I don't. She, did she? I don't. I don't. She think she, well, that's okay. She she thinks she influenced you, but you. I don't like. And the, no. There's two main reasons. Number one, I am a natural nat, nat yeah natural introvert, which means the whole <laughs> idea of her wanting to go and hang out with a bunch of people that uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's not no appealing way. to me, even in the slightest. Yeah, okay, great, you have friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's over here, like talking. Like I'm on deployment. She's like, oh yeah, I'm having so much fun, and I'm like. I'm glad you're having fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was happy for her, but I'm like, that doesn't sound like it'd be fun for me. I, I'm one of those people that like, once I get to know you, okay, let's go. Yeah. You want to go out to eat? Let's go out to eat or something like that. But if I don't know you as like, I don't know you at all. Like it's nowhere. I like, I would rather just stay home, which is kind of like backwards. Cause you got to get to know the person for me to like, <laughs> like yeah. to go out with them, but yeah. I don't want to ever get to know the people. So it's kind of like backwards, you know, it, it hurts me more than it helps me. But, 
Um, but no, yeah, she she uh, she always was trying to influence me, try to get it to West Virginia. And I'm just like, uh, no. There's a West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. And so, so basically, ta- Taylor tried to influence you. And you you had it shut off, and then. Just in, basically, God said no. You're going to you're going to West Virginia, She's right. and I there. felt comfortable with it. Like all the other times, it always like gave me. It always made me very anxious. I did not like yeah. the feeling. Yeah, I'm like, I do not want to do that. And I like I had it in my heart. You know, North Carolina's home. And if I'm being honest, like now when I go to North Carolina, I'm ready to come back. Huh. Like I love going to see my family. It's nothing to do mm-hmm. with my family and all that. It's just like. I, I don't know. It's almost like I go there and like my past is there and I don't want to think about my past. I just want to focus on my future. If that kind of yeah, makes sense. Uh-huh. And so like when I go there, like I feel like I'm just kind of stuck in a spot. And I think that's kind of like, you know, like a God feeling, you know, like yeah. uh, you just need to come back home basically. And that's kind of yeah. like where I'm at. And so know, who knows? what's so, ahead. so this is what I got out of this. Cause I think you, in, in a scary way, you set yourself up. <laughs> because uh, what, what, what has happened you. here is your w- wife was correct, <laughs> and God backed oh, her yeah. up. Hey, listen, there's the first time. And, and right? so, excuse me. And hey. so now hey. she's going to use that for leverage. Oh my goodness! <laughs> she's going to say, "I'm right about like this." this. <laughs> you, 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 she's going to tell you. She goes, "I'm right about this." Now you want to do what I'm telling you to do right now? Or are you going to wait till God tells you and reinforce what I just said? So now she's yeah, got it could, you. It could be that. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor, you have any twist or anything to add to this here? Because you're a part of this too. What? Where are you coming from? I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> what's What's the question? Well, just we're just kind of just sharing as I eat a cheesecracker. <laughs> um, we're just kind of sharing. <laughs> yeah, how you got into kid ministry? I didn't, you know, you how you identified your calling. Well, I'd helped you. Yeah, you'd help me, so that's a big part of it. Yeah. So. I was your your assistant. Right. So we traveled together. Uh-huh. But after you got married uh-huh. and moved away, what I mean, was, what, was, you gonna, was you planning to get into it again, or did you like, I had my fill? I wasn't. I actually wasn't planning on getting into it again because, I mean, it's basically, I mean, I do not mean this as a bad thing at all, mm-hmm. but it's basically all I've known. Like, as much as I've, I mean, I've been in church all my life. Since I was two days old, apparently. Yeah. Um, That's your mother's fault. She was the world's <laughs> youngest kid minister. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom brought me to Revival Church, like, what, maybe maybe four days after I was born, because I was in the hospital for mm-hmm. three days. But, you know, been in church since four days old, and I'm guessing as soon as I could walk, you had me helping you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, you was but, with us all the time. Yeah, you, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess... Like as Jared. long as since yeah, right. I was maybe seven, eight he years old in Royalton, mm-hmm. you ha- you would have me help you. Like we did those skits where you were the shyster. You would have <laughs> me help you. And so, I mean, I, it's earliest memories. Um, and so whenever I finally, you know, got married and I wasn't like, unfortunately, there to help you anymore, it was still deep down inside of me. But I want to be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to enjoy big church, you know, not have... Not have to worry about, you know, planning lessons or anything like that. And I missed it so much. You did? I did. And so I tried to help out in Washington, but they had, they had their own setup Mm -hmm. and I was kind of an interference. Um, (laughs) Well, I felt like I was an interference. So I did help out in nursery. Um, 
And then, so whenever I moved here, I got to jump back into it. And I actually, you know, in the times that Justin was deployed, I was only here for eight months. I was, I taught a couple lessons in the kids' church here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just was like, you know what? This is what I meant to do. It's what I've grown up on. It's what I'm good at. I mean, I feel like I'm good at it. And so it's just got me while I was young and keeping me while I'm getting older. I'm the exact opposite. I had some married into it. (laughs) (laughs) He was forced into this. I mean, like, I mean, the idea. I mean, I've always, I've always enjoyed it. I mean, I'm, he's an introvert. I am a hardcore extrovert. I want to go see people. Like, we're going to go take a trip. We're going to meet complete strangers and do a kids revival for a bunch of kids. Let's do it. Jared's over here freaking out. No, No, Justin's over here freaking out. That actually gives me anxiety, (laughs) like like going to, like, places and meet new people. Now, for those of you who don't may not listen very long, Justin, he's our sound booth guy in in our kids' church. So you're not... You're not a teacher up front doing lessons. That you're okay back there in the sound booth being by yourself, yeah. introvert. And, and, I mean, introvert and doing the sound booth stuff. Yeah, he can, like, he can throw out one-liners from the sound booth and be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't like I don't know. Like for me, whenever we got, I, I actually talked about this probably like episode eleven or something. Um, but you know, like when I first got into like kids ministry, it was very, very intimidating for me. Extremely. If it wasn't for the fact that we were effectively lassoed into this with no choice, you know, I probably <laughs> might not have actually went into connects because My bad. it was, it was very intimidating. Like I, I, I'll, I'll never forget talking to Kana when we first got here and she was just talking to me for some reason, I treated her like she was three when she was like, what, probably like nine at the time. Going on 20. Yeah. (laughs) And so like, you know, I just, I had no clue how to talk to kids. Like kids ministry was never, ever on the table for me prior to moving here. And then all of a sudden, like we, he wasn't, he wasn't a youth, a youth leader in North Carolina. Because like yeah, you not youth pastor, youth leader. So in other words, I just basically make sure all the kids aren't he was you know, a youth helper. tearing down the walls and stuff like, like that. Like I was a youth helper. So you had a little bit of prep work there. Yeah, but that was like <laughs> teenagers, teenagers and up, yeah. you know, not not you know five six. I mean, you, you, you was involved with a leader, a form of leadership with a group of people younger than you. Talk to the teenagers like they were ten. <laughs> no, actually, it was I actually got along with the, the the youth pretty well. There you go, Jared. You got to poach. Poach Justin from us. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean. Uh, Sounds I like, like he's I like interested. where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got him comfortable. Although Johnson 20, oh, we were Johnson 2020, but huh? <laughs> when we, we put our picture all over Jared's office. Oh, yeah. They, they <laughs> read old office. Oh, no. Okay. All right. So, what would you guys, if someone's listening and they're, um, you know, am I, how do I make sure my calling? And maybe I got in kid men, maybe I'm having second thoughts, or maybe I'm thinking about getting into it. Let's go with the flow, man. Well, I mean, what do you yeah, think? What I, can you, what can you throw out that. there? I mean, it's, I think it's something you should should pray about, but like in all of our stories, it kind of just happened upon us. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think you should I, definitely pray for it and be in that, be ready. I'd say, but look maybe at don't where you be are so now. worried. Like, <laughs> sometimes I look at where I am now and like, am I happy doing this? And if the answer is yes, and yeah, yeah. But if like you have any doubt, like pray about it and like give me an answer, or, like get something else that you would lead me to that I would be more effective with my skills. So find a side gig while you pray. Pretty much. <laughs> I would say, I would say that like 
especially in our in our like denomination, when people say there's a calling in this mm-hmm. room, we think yeah. of like oh, big one. I'm going yeah, pro- to be a the pastor. Big, yeah, I'm going to be a the big pa- spotlight. Like, and, 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 and it's easy for me to say because yeah. I'm a youth pastor right now. <laughs> but like when I, becoming a youth pastor, I've realized like how like not as like it's attractive from the outside, but on the inside, it's like. It, it's a lot of work. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like you're putting in work. It's not all like glamour and stuff. And I feel like at our youth conferences. Well, I definitely don't want to be I a part f- of it now. I hate, to, I hate to be like this, but I feel like at our youth conferences, they do, there's always one service that's such a big emphasis on your calling and it can get, it can be overwhelming and stressful that service. I remember being like, what if I don't feel like I'm called? Like, yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, you're called to serve God. True. You're yeah. called yeah. to live for God. Yeah. That, that's what that's what I was saying before, you know, like having a side gig while you're trying to find your calling per se is probably not a bad idea because as long as you're there helping the church, yeah. you got to try to you're not wrong. Right, like yeah, you're stacking chairs, you're you're you know cleaning toilets, that, cleaning you the toilets yeah. you're mopping the floor, <laughs> you're bag- whatever the case may be, you're doing something, and then eventually, you know, when the God is never, you know, right, late. I so would, whenever right. it's your time, I He's going to give you a call, and as long as you have an open ear and you know you open the door when you nods, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. And I would say too, like the ball didn't roll for me until I was like, okay. I'm going to let go of what any preconceived notion that I think that w- of what I'm going to be. That's a tough mm-hmm. I'm just going to let right. you decide and I'm mm-hmm. going to just be where I like That's- whoever needs help in the church, I'll be there except mm-hmm. Randy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, that but, to me it like that's the most difficult part in my opinion. But mm-hmm. that's like, when the door opens. That's when that's when everything happens. Because I think I'm like I'm one of those people who and like I'm like I shouldn't have done that. I'm guilty. <laughs> of it. I, I've heard it preached a couple times where like, you know, like relinquish control, you know, yeah. let God take control. And it's like, okay, I'll do that. You go up the altar, you pray. Yeah, God, you know what? You got control. And then like three hours later, I'll have take like a dilemma and I'm just like, how do I solve this? And it, it just, it, it's something I've been working on for a while. It's like quit trying to fix everything yourself and learn to rely on God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, you know, that's why I was saying like, you said that and I'm like, that's like, to me, I feel like it's a struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think probably one of <clears throat> bigger mistakes that some people do and I don't know how this is the way anymore or not I think you never get into a kid ministry <clears throat> or any ministry with plans true you don't you don't make plans because number one God laughs at it we've heard that yeah I always come into connects with no plans <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm saying like uh, we should do that once your initial kickoff or whatever it's me like I'm gonna plan to do this that and the other and and yeah. number one the reason I think I think for the most part, that's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you're working for God. So we're talking about a calling. So someone else is calling you to do something. That doesn't mean uh, develop a plan for it because whoever's doing the calling has a plan. Right. So yeah. God's calling you. He has a plan. I like that, though. You can say, call, like you're answering your phone. Someone's calling you. You don't know what you're going to say. Yeah. Oh, there's a phone right here. <laughs> Oh, somebody dialed mine. Nope. <laughs> oh, Taylor, take that up, please. Yes, we'll get them on here as soon as we can. That was not planned. When you answer a phone, you don't know the script of what you're going to say because you uh, don't know how the conversation is going to go. You answer the call, and then you let them leave the conversation. You respond to the call. That's a good Kidman lesson. It is. It is. <laughs> that really is. Oh, and that was Write that down. We need like, ideas. Uh, about start making right. plans. We need yeah. ideas. Here, here's an idea <laughs> for a lesson right here. <laughs> yes, here's an idea. Literally, I mean, the phone call analogy is very good. 
And this this will emanate with the kids. They'll pick up on this. You get don't on the phone, phone and, you, on and you just know someone's calling you. You don't know what's going to happen. But, yeah, we could build a lesson from this. You know, who's calling and someone's giving you plans and directions to do something. And, uh, oh, that's a good idea. What, yeah. is, what is your ringtone? <laughs> I mean, it could be, you know, anything. Or your ring back tone. I would I could do digital like that one right there. And then I would say, Hold on, it's Nate Reed again. Oh, okay. He's, he's wanting us to stop talking about him. Oh, my. Uh, I would say one more thing and then I'll shut up. All right. I think uh, it's ring. also important that because what, what we said before we started was I said that we we think that a calling is like something supernatural, something. And yes, it's kind of weird that all of ours are in a way kind of like, I think it's just more of just things line up. Yeah. And if, it if just makes right. sense. And you're like, oh, so like I get, you know, why I'm here now because your life kind of just goes on and it kind of correlates with everything. Uh, but at the same time, I think when people think of callings, they're like, God has to wake me up you, in the you middle know, of the night. You, and, and, oh, and you know what? That, I'm that fighting tells, demons. And, and you have to hear the voice yeah. of God. You know where that all, like, where all comes from? That comes from when Samuel was called. And then the Old Testament, Dude, if that, he kept hearing a voice, <laughs> Samuel, Samuel, you know, and, you know. Scare me to death. Yeah. And he, he went to the priest and said, hey, what, what's going on here? What, why did you call me? I think it was Eli, the yeah. priest time. And he goes, why are you calling me? He goes, it's not me. And he did it three times. And the third time, Eli goes, next time you hear a voice calling you, say, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. And I think when we hear that story, we think that our calling has to be something along that lines. Yeah. And, and it's not. And, uh. Call it hype it's or whatever. Like God, you know? It's like God rarely did that, though, too, if you think about it. Like, it, I, I would say it Well, happened. no, in the Old Testament, an audible voice of God was was one of the ways that God spoke to his people back then. And people say they do hear it still. But, yeah. like, it, it's rare. But, like, my thing is, like, it's like, um, don't overthink it. Like, right. just be a servant in your church. Like, go with the flow. And then eventually, the thing, like, and that's <laughs> yeah. the thing, too. It's like. True. Even when I thought of a calling when I was a kid, that meant I had to be in charge of something. But that's not true either. Right. Like, you're a servant. Like, the disciples are like, who's the greatest uh, among us? First of all, if I was Jesus, I'd say, well, I am. But no, he <laughs> said the greatest among you is is the least, the person who's going to serve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. if you want to be the greatest, serve. All right. Okay. Anything else you guys want to add to the uh, the calling aspect of it? I guess. Hello. Make make sure that people understand we're saying calling and not culling. 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 What's culling? Like culinary arts. Culling. I'm no. talking about cooking this whole time. Culinary. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cul- cul- the culling. So culling. yeah, it's it's a uh, never mind. Sorry. It's an inter- interesting thing that's neat to listen to all the. The backgrounds and and uh, the past you guys took to get there. I found pictures of my yes. trip. Oh, to China, to Honduras, to China. Well, where did they go? Anyway, I'll show you later. But some of the pictures they we handed out toys for us. So some of them they have like the Rubik's cubes in the air and everything. <laughs> so when you get some of your pictures, send a couple to me. When I post the podcast poster, we'll put those on there. Yeah, we can add up to ten pictures of total. I think on the yeah. Instagrams. So yeah. All right. Um, well. That's all. Let's break off that segment and walk into our toy box here. Don't 
They called me handsome movie star. All the girls wanted pictures of me. Yeah, he, yeah, he he mostly has pictures. Showing pictures with, uh, of Travis and China, other and women, but you know, Asian girls. We were only were like, dating for like a week. Get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, here we are. Uh, welcome to the. Uh, do I say this? Thank you. Oh. Disclaimers yet or not? Is that after a while? Oh, you already did that already. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You do it now. If you want. I'll do it now. Welcome you to S&D Kim and Talk Show Podcast, where Justin, uh, we are 101.928 on your podcast oh, dial, The Big Burp, oh, I know. the only podcast on the dial. March, isn't it? it is March, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Forgot about that. <laughs> no mask required to listen. We are also PC-free. Visit our mothership on <laughs> sndkidman.com or social media links. I added a couple new things in here. Did you? <laughs> uh, social links, media links so are Facebook, Instagram, MySpace. Everyone's connected, but not... Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Twitter. Oh, Pinterest. that's what I meant. You know what? We never thought about going on Pinterest yet, have we? We need to put that on the list there. Just pin it for later. Yeah, we're not really on there. We're, we're, we're not really on there, but we'll, we'll, put, we'll put it on there. Pinnacost. After everyone's connected, and we'll put in uh, Pinterest. Now, is it, how do you spell Pinterest? Pinterest or Pinterest? It's interest with a P. F-A-R-T. That's literally it. <laughs> okay. Good enough. You pin All right. your interest. So... Our social media links are there on the website for Facebook, Instagram, MySpace. Everyone's connected. Pinterest, but not Twitter. Twitter, but not Twitter. (laughs) Or Facebook. Please subscribe, like, and share. Whatever that stuff. I just say that because all the other big time podcasters say it. I figured maybe it does some good, but it's not. (laughs) Uh, Find our podcast at your local Walmart, Target, Starbucks, and wherever fine podcasts are sold, but not at Target. Golden Corral. <laughs> Come on, guys. Menards. Jeez. No weather traffic way. every 14 on the 37s with Menards. Bobber and the SD side traffic weather jet. Hey, Bob! And there he goes. Right Hello, now, the lines Robert. are open. Just dial or text the number nine. And we already had someone calling earlier. Nate Reed's calling again. All right. Um, yep. Um, yeah. Hold on a second. What are you about? And uh, yeah, with, with your question or comment, oh, there it is again, Taylor. Pick up no, that. No, Nate. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and we'll get you on the air as soon as we possibly can. Uh, the all request hour coming up after this uh, toy box segment with the uh, deep cuts and no hits whatsoever. So now let's strike up the band here, the polka dot band with Gus Polinski and the polka dot kid, the polka dot band. Kid. And off to my left is uh, you heard them talking already. Hi, jinxing it up here. We'll be doing our pod jinx. Corny kids jokes here momentarily. Cheesy. Uh, cheesy corny kids jokes coming up. Continuing the cheese streak. And um, how many more of those do you think we got? I don't know. I lost. There was like a container of what, 50 of them There's in there? 50 in here. I do two every time. And I started at like 111. Episode 111. <laughs> so you figure and do the math from there. How many more cheesy jokes we got left here? 146. Something like that, yeah. And so, uh, welcome to uh, everyone. Uh, a round of applause for Travis and Alexa Johnson, everybody. And over to my right is my son-in-law and daughter. They are here today with her two kids. The two kids aren't in here. They're in the other room uh, with Lolly, and they're being babysitted by them. Uh, how are they doing today? Are they making it okay? 
Tyler's sleeping. Tyler's sleeping, and Justice He's is probably playing with dinosaurs. Probably playing with his dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur roar. And uh, let's give it for Justin and Taylor Binge, everybody. Give a round of applause to our conductor of the polka dot band, Gus Polinski. Give it up for Gus, everybody. Does a great job getting the polka dot band to uh, play this intro every time we come together here during the toy box segment. Oh, and I almost forgot. Almost. Almost. I was getting ready to close off this segment. And I I feel bad. Please sure. forgive me. Because in our presence, we have a very epic youth leader and a very epic church janitor who lives here. Pre- and he's not even part of the Kidmen technically here. But he joins us every podcast. Most every podcast. He's on a good streak right now. There was a while he was... Out quite a bit. Well, we raised the That's salary. That's in the past. We raised the salary. Yeah. So. so let's give it up for Jared the Epic Henry, everybody. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Way to go. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Woo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Uh, warning! Go, this, <laughs> just got to give out a, a, a disclaimer. A warning here: uh, this podcast does contain psychological and cre- psychological creativity and kidman language, <laughs> and Flatulence. there's some of it right there. So, uh, batteries not included. Not suitable for children between the ages of nine and a half and ten. Used under adult supervision. Side effects may or may include may not. Wait a minute. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Podcast edit. <laughs> Side effects may or may not include vomiting, diarrhea, claustrophobia, head spins, and synchronated rhythms. Void where prohibited. Podcast edit. Void where prohibited. No purchase necessary to win. Not responsible for personal theft of items left in your car. Actual prices may vary. Rebates must be postmarked no later than a day after hearing this commercial. See dealer for details. No toys were harmed in the recording of this commercial. Shake well before use. And I had to stop right there. Okay. All right. Uh, toy box. Where are we at? What are we doing? We want to do podgings first. You guys sure. have something to say? Jared has to hold say. up today. I have jokes to say. Je- Travis has something to say. Go for it. I have jokes to say. You got jokes to say? I got jokes. So that means we do this. You got jokes. I got some jokes. Now, the moment you've all been Here waiting for. It's time hey. for Pod Jinx, where corny kids' jokes never grow old. <laughs> Here's your joy filled jester, Travis Johnson. Manamana. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Johnson. All right, I got my 50. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Let me pick your mic back up for you there. Sorry. 50 jokes that are cheesier than a dairy farm. Friendly, friendly, cheesy jokes. Smell that dairy air. I'm going to open it. That was anticlimactic. All right. Are you ready? We're ready. I'm going to try not to read the answer. All right, I'm try not guess, to read the answer. Just with you. We need our cheese list. Oh, we need the uh, oh, yeah. kids. I already the got mine. Have, yeah, bring the kids in here. We'll get our Come cheese list. We'll get our cheese yeah. list. Get your cheese get, list. Get off, yeah, open up your phones and Google a cheese list, name of cheeses. Uh-huh. Just go so to, just go to cheese.com. That's all you needed. Right, is it really? Yep, cheese.com. Cheese. So we go to cheese.com. That's an alphabetical order. Really? Alphabetical How order. How many are there that you um, see there? 1,400. It, there you go. Wow. That's some have pictures, some don't. Some are shy. They're not good with the camera. That's okay. As long as the cheese names are on there, that's all that matters to me. I'm going to go to H. 
Find over 1,833 specialty cheeses from 74 countries in the world's greatest... Okay, it changed screens on me. So. All right. You ready? Uh, we're, let's do this. What did the cheese say... Habanero cheddar. To, <laughs> to the other cheese when they got stuck in the mud. Gross. Can you like say that faster so my brain doesn't have When they got stuck in the mud? What did one cheese say to the other cheese when they got stuck in the mud? That's gross. Yes. This has got to be a good one. Dirty cheese. You stink. Time's up. All right. You ready? We're ready. Oh, that's actually a good one. Ricotta get through this. <laughs> yeah, that is. I didn't even think about ricotta, though. Ricotta. Terrible. Ricotta get through this. Goat right. cheddar. Ricotta get through this. Not goat cheddar. Oh. Which hotel? <laughs> Come on. Do mice stay in? A cheese hotel. <laughs> the Ritz. The Ritz. The Ritz. Char, Car, Cheddarton. The Ritz. Cheddarton. Ritz. Cheddarton. Motel six. It's a motel. Motel. This is a hotel. <laughs> Do I need to read the question again? Which? I feel like there's probably a lot of mice in a lot of hotels. That we're Days in. Have you hotel. seen Ratatouille? Connor Lodge. <laughs> I mean Tom and Jerry. Ricotta. Ricotta. They're in a house. Ricotta Lodge. Not in the new movie. They're in a hotel. Tom and Cherry. Ricardo. Ricardo. Curds. What kind of hotel? Curds and stick. I don't know. Okay. The Stilton. The what? The Stilton. Stilton. (laughs) It rhymes with Hilton. Stilton. Well, if you don't know your cheese names, then there's no way you can figure it out. uh, There's Stilton cheese right there. Stilton is a type of cheese. It's a white cheese. It was only five dollars. Now, I was that close from scrolling down to seeing that, and I'm, I'm not sure what I picked up on it, Great. but the Stilton, well, hotel, the Stilton Cheese Hotel. Oh, my goodness. Do they have elevators there? Probably do. Well, they get to the room. Room number 13, though. <laughs> I'm literally looking it's for Stilton luck. Cheese in here, and I don't see anything. One of them stinky. Yeah, I see Stilton Cheese right there. S-T-I-L-T-O-N. Stinky Stilton. So there, there's that right there. We went there. to Menards yesterday. We've oh, the, been the there dude, like the new five Menards. times. I hate it. Oh, more than like it? I spent too much money. I have <laughs> I, 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 I a lot of snacks. I didn't realize they had so much. Oh, like yeah, I had bought snacks. Do they have a lot of coffee stuff there? I never noticed. I don't know. You know, like how big lots. I think they have a whole Yeah, yeah they had like cake cups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't like cake cups. I mean, like the flavors and. Oh, I don't know about that. Different coffee beans or something. I didn't pay attention. They need to start selling blackjarcoffee.com. Something like that. It was silly pints. They would do. One aisle, one side is black jar coffee, the other side is silly. Pints. Silly pints would actually do great there. You ain't honestly. kidding. They, they really would. Absolutely. Okay, I got a question for you guys. Get Go. It, girl. All right. Four. Get your movie caps on. Here we go. Two. Movie caps. This is it a movie question? This is a movie. This is a movie nailing, question. I'm nailing it. Jim Carrey. No, most influential movie villain. Now here's your options. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, hold on. Here's your options. Influential. But I have one already. Like makes people want to be a villain. Take it however you want to. Maybe your maybe your favorite. I don't know. Most damage. Darth Vader. Yes. Joker. Heath Ledger. Mm. Mm. 
Thanos? Thanos. Thanos. Or Hannibal Lecter. Probably Hannibal Lecter. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like Hannibal Lecter is kind of uh, a random one to be Oh, I'll go. So I think that's going to be. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dar- Darth Vader. I want to say but Heath Ledger, the Joker. What about Brad Wesley? Because the Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm going to go with <laughs> Darth Vader. Brad Wesley. How many, uh, From Roadhouse. He's not a villain. He's just misunderstood. Who, Hannibal? No, Darth Joker. Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader? He is misunderstood. That's the reason why I'm going with him. Ah. He was a villain, nonetheless. Misunderstood. Uh, he just misunderstood. misunderstood. Yeah, he was but misunderstood. he was forcing people to understand his ways. Misunderstood. So he's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the Joker, Heath Ledger. I'm, I'm going kudos. with Darth Vader. The Joker was the devil. He had personality of Satan himself. What was the, I believe. What was the other if you one? see like the Thanos? Joker movie, what well, like Thanos. like Joker? Like, have you seen like Joaquin the Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix one? Oh yeah. yeah. Are you talking about Joaquin Phoenix or no, like Heath Ledger? It's specifically but Joaquin Phoenix could be as well. Does it specifically say Heath Ledger? No. Uh, no, uh, we need my, to know which answer, yeah, these answers here. I was going with Heath Ledger. The Heath Ledger. Joker. I would still say Hannibal. Really? Now, who would you add as a fifth option? Sephiroth. Brad Wesley. What's the no, uh, really Brad Wesley? What's Brad Wesley's from Roadhouse. Who's the villain? Oh, come on. <laughs> That's awesome. Hong Kong oh, Fui. Gee, Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Nope. John Wick. Who can enemy? Um, if Brad Wesley's depending on what what the way you watch the movie, <laughs> Wesley, uh, the Karate Kid, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, a villain, Johnny, yeah, Johnny. put him in the body bag. Yeah, you would yeah. put him in John, the John, John Wick. John Wick. No, he's the man. Hook. Hey, oh. if somebody, if somebody, no, if She's somebody killed your puppy and stole your car, I think you'd. I think you'd go Absolutely, Tinkerbell's the worst man. <laughs> she, you know what Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell is? No. Well, She's not nice. I don't care what the well, answer is. Uh, one just give us the answer. No, it's, there's no answer. It's just it's, I think it's, it's, it's more a of a choice. Most of the time, it's, it's a thought-provoking oh, question. It's, it's my choice. Brad Wesley. Oh, there's no good or bad wrong answer. My choice I feel like Vader. I feel like you would get hmm. more people in the world to want to dress up as, uh, as Darth <laughs> Vader than any other villain that's listed. Well, what all sixty, all forty-five or fifty-year-olds would? Yeah. Like that's a, well, here's the thing, though. About, here's the thing. Darth Vader has a lot more exposure through a long period of time than what Thanos. Thanos has only been in, what, two movies now? Mm, uh, no, three. I mean, three. it's technically it's more. So he's though, not like, Marvel's yeah, like, he's been in a comic, but and Darth Vader's be been honest, out in the movies hasn't more. hasn't been really great as of yet. As no, of it's now. Star Wars it's, is over. It's done. Yeah. And it's and Carrie it's, Fisher's gone. It's, it's yeah. over. So, but overall, I mean. He uh, killed Han. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's spoilers. Sad. Spoilers. Sad. Sad. It's like a whole new kill like, Han Solo. Looks a ruined the movie for me yesterday. Like telling me the ending. It was. Uh, can I please explain wow, this? this I did not ruin it. it. You sure so did. you know the documentary about the guy who like killed his wife and his kids. Which, um, which one? There's probably a lot. Uh, oh, what was his name? It's recent. Oh, you mean? And you put him in like the water tower, or whatever, or, like the. The silo, or what? Where are we going? With this? Yeah, where are we at? There's a, the, There's a documentary, and I didn't know the way. What's it ended, that guy's name? And she obviously reads the news. I think I, I know who you're talking. Is, is he like a Shanae. short hair guy? Yeah. Shanae. Yes. I know uh, Watts, Watts. Watts. Yeah. Watts. So there was the on Netflix. There's a documentary of it, and. I was like, oh, Travis, it's that guy that killed his wife and kids. And he's like, oh, you just spoiled it for me. I'm like, Travis, it's in the news. It's not spoiling it for you if it's in the Yeah, it's a documentary, it's like, dude. It's a documentary. Like a, is this like off a of recent? It's a documentary. Yeah, it's, it's in the last couple of years. Like Casper. Oh, wow. Mm, like, like what? Let's, let's Casper. change the subject. Mm-hmm. Casper, okay. Oh, there's a villain. What's the villain in Casper? I I Lord, I don't know. I, I love Casper. Oh, what's I, I can see Casper the, the actress's Kerrigan. name. Kerrigan. Kerrigan, like Bruce was talking about Kerrigan today. 
Catalyst. Catalyst. <laughs> Catalyst. Kerrigan and Casper. That's that's a villain right there. All right. She's okay. So, well, there you go. All right. Let's uh, move into hold up here. Hold up. <laughs> Why? I am so glad I didn't say anything now. You just betrayed me. <laughs> All right, Jared. You did that yourself. Get it, girl. Did what? Uh, that was a quote from Star Wars. Oh. oh. No, it's who you said have that? done that yourself. From who said that? Uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. When they were about to fight each other. You turned her against me. You oh. have done that yourself. Okay. I'm not too good on the that. sound clips on on the I just know later that. ones. I you were my brother, Anakin. Okay, I remember I that one. You. I... It was in episode three. You've been Where's Rachel? Rachel? You've been way <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, what you got? Are we? Are you? Do you, you still want to talk about the? Pre- no. Well, I was going to either. I was oh going to bring this that. up. Also, and then also, some, also, the up. last of the pets I grew up with are dead. All right, <laughs> okay. Go there. Oh. Now listen. And I have to go bury when, when he did the predestination thing last week. I, the reason I had not a whole lot to say was because that was something that was never. I've never talked about seriously in years, much less hear about. And the more I thought about it, and I listened back to the episode. He brought up Judas. And I did not search this up to find it, but it is there. I should have. I should have did it. When he brought up Judas for predestination, I'll give you my thoughts on this, and it all came back to me when I started thinking about this more. And this is how I really feel about it. Uh, when he brought up Judas, as far as predestination, there is—I'm almost 100 percent sure—there is scripture in the Bible specifically talking about Judas and predestination. Paul wrote about it, I believe. Um, I would have to, I should have looked him up. I totally brain on that and <laughs> and meant to actually have those down because I'm almost certain there is a scripture in the Bible where it addresses that very issue. Now, with, with that being said, uh, I'm going to bring up the Bible verse that says we were uh, all, we are all born and shaped in sin or you know, in iniquity. We're all born to sin. This is what is you know. It's not up for debate. It's just this is just my perspective of it. I believe we are predestined to go to hell. Mm-hmm. I think predestination and personal responsibility is the only thing that can stop that. Because if we're born into sin, shape and iniquity, we are predestined to go to hell unless we take the responsibility to allow God to save us. Mm-hmm. Because you was talking about Judas when he betrayed God and went out and hung himself. Okay, a lot of times we want to say Judas was predestined to go to hell anyway. Okay, so maybe he was, but he could have took his personal responsibility and either, you know, whether he betrayed Jesus or not, what happened in the very end when he killed himself, that's where the responsibility should have come back. Maybe he could have came back. And like, I think you brought up yeah. how the story would have changed if oh, Judas... Dude, think about like when, when you think of like that. when him and Peter had their, their little talk at the, at the shore... Yeah. What if it was Judas, him, just him and Judas talking? Yeah, instead. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. So Judas could have Man. took the responsibility, and even though he was predestined to go to hell without salvation, he, he could have stopped that and allowed God, you know, found uh, repentance and favor yeah. with God, no matter, no matter what he did to Jesus. Right. So, yeah, Jesus knew that he was going to betray him, but Jesus also knew that I can forgive him if he will come back to me. And that did not happen. Or what if he did that because, like, 
Jesus was like, well, what, how, how the disciples going to react to him? Mm-hmm. I, I think Peter would try to kill him. He tried to cut that guy's ear off. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I never thought about that. That's yeah, because Peter knows, was man. was that way. Peter was a savage. Yeah, he he may have wanted to. I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, that that to me when I when I thought about that more, it all came back together to me, and I'm like, I feel at peace with that. Yeah. Because I got scripture to back that up and think, yes, we are predestined yeah. to go to hell. And like what I until said, let's make the responsibility to allow God. To alter that for when us. I, when we talked in there and I said that, like, I, personally, predestination, I agree with everyone being predestined to go to hell. Uh, when it comes to, like, us being robots and, like, you're, what's going to happen is going to happen. But, like, I think the argument was, like, how I perceived it at first was, like, it's not an argument. It's just, like, a like a talk. It's, like, if God knows, like, I was thinking, like, if predestination was real or, like, if it, if if it wasn't real, then God didn't know all things. But like the Bible clearly says that he knows all things. He knows what's going to happen. So how I see it is that, okay, say that your life, there's all kinds of like paths you can take, decisions that lead to other roads. And let me interject this real quick. It's, the, the word predestination, the key word is your destination, not the methods and way you get there. Uh, yeah. True. Your destination. We're talking about the very mm-hmm. end. True. Okay, go. And this is the middle. It's like, I kind of think of it as like Doctor Strange when he's coming up with all the ways that they could beat Thanos or whatever. How it's (laughs) going to go down. Jesus, in the same way, knows all the results, like knows every path you could take, but he ultimately knows which one you're going to take. That's a real good analogy. Mm -hmm. The the Doctor Strange, the end of. He's like doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do your friend often do that? (laughs) If we had a picture of that. I always tell Alexa, I always say, you know. You know, we would never be together if we one of us had a different name than what we yeah, have. Travis swears our name determines so much. Like, think about how many decisions are made for you based on your name. Like, even your first name. Like, where you sit, oh, yeah. where you sit in school. Like, I was friends with another guy because his last name was Johnson. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and I was friends with that this happens. other person because his name was Travis, too. And I was like... And then I was friends with the Trevor. He's just friends with himself. Because <laughs> they're so close to my name. Like, if my name was... Uh, what's the name that my mom says it? She would have named Amanda if it was, she was a boy. Uh, this Whatever. explains why Marsh- I grew up Marshall. so lonely. Yeah, Marshall. if my name was Marshall, I'd be a whole different person. <laughs> You'd be yeah. sitting by I different people. I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, I think that depends. We on had you, different though, influences in our life. Because different- like mine was all, de- it was all dependent on common interests. That's the people I would end up. Yeah, but you with. wouldn't know those people if. You wouldn't know that you had common interests if you had a different name, is what I'm saying. Because you might like, be in a different you class, might be in a different you might circle, be in a different alphabetical order. People. Like, because I mean, back in the day at school, you were always alphabetical order, everything. Yeah. Like, I work with someone now who I went to middle school and high school with that I have never met just because, like, I work with her now mm-hmm. after like 15 years of being away from each other. We're like, work together now because, like, what if my name was Marshall? We probably would. <laughs> Married her. <laughs> no, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, Jared, so, what was the other thing about the, uh, uh, the my, pets? My cat's dead, and I have to Uh-oh. go bury it. Stop. For real. Yep. I did, it, I did it with Oscar, now I have to finish it. I have to finish the job. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, he's just old. Oh, just, just old. Just old natural causes. Put him, I'll put him, put him away. Because he's just old and... He's he was literally a kitten when I like we grew up together. That's oh how man, old. how old are you? I'm 25. Wow, it's an old cat. He outlived Oscar, which I mean Tigger was like 
obese cat his whole life. So I'm surprised he lived this long. So he's a fat cat. Yeah. Is he orange? Nope. He's, he's like gray, gray, grayish. Yeah, you can. So he, but Oscar was orange and Simba's orange. Does cat hair, do they turn gray when they get older? I've never noticed. They always say hold their color, I don't, don't they? So. I No, I don't know. I don't they might so. get more white, but that, but I mean. They well, same difference. They just get lighter. Yeah. I know like my dogs are getting older. They're they're getting a lot more white hairs in their mm-hmm. paws and their face. Especially Leia. Yeah. And some they'll always have their dark black hair, but it'll mm-hmm. come in through feet and parts of their body. But I've never noticed cats actually gray out or not at all. I don't think so. Have you ever noticed it? I don't, I don't either. So I think they do in their face. Tigger might in their whiskers. In the whiskers. They, I feel like they grow more whiskers, weirdly, too. Because like, my cat has so many whiskers. Yoda has a black one. Like the like eyesight. Whisker. They rely yeah. on their whiskers to find out whether one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, Travis, we're sorry about the death of your cat, but Jared. Jared. Oh, Jared. There you go. Did you just threaten my cat? No. <laughs> sorry. No. <laughs> no, God, no. It might be prophecy, so be ready. Hey. <laughs> just prepare. Just prepare. Hey, that, that's mercy and grace to God. Plan. Remember to plan. So, plan. Not yeah. my sweet boy. No. <laughs> How old is Tra- uh, uh, Yoda and uh, Obi? How old are they, by the way? He's a mean cat. He won't even let me pet him. Yoda, well, Yoda's protected. Yoda is... We've had him right after Same we got married. How long have we been married? Oh, um, like 11. Had him as a kid or a kitten. We got married mm-hmm. in 2014. Yeah. That reminds me of... Six, seven. He's seven. Is he seven? Almost seven? Yeah. Is cat years the same as dog years? You got it the same way? I don't think so. And then Obi's only three, right? Yeah. Obi's three. three. Why do I didn't do- know we've been married longer than you guys. We got married in 2014. Yeah. You guys didn't even come to our wedding. <laughs> Randy didn't I, didn't, I didn't go to your wedding. I'm pretty sure I got Randy, a time machine. I'll Randy utilize didn't come. that now. Yeah, I didn't really know you guys either. Yeah. Though, so Randy didn't like, come to our wedding. See, I thought was said, there. No, you were not. You had to go do something. I'll see the pictures. Wow. That's right. Because <laughs> you were supposed to be Waldo in the background of our pictures. Remember? Yeah. You were going to dress up like Where's Waldo? Waldo? Yeah, and you were going to hide yeah, in our pictures. Where was that? Something Are else. you serious? Yeah, yeah. but you had to, I think Waldo? you had an event, or like a children's thing, rally or something. Yeah, something better to do, I guess. But that was supposed to be a secret. Did we Travis really talk about me, that? Yeah. He was not... like, Randy was supposed to dress up like Wado and hide in the background of our pictures. Like, I wasn't even going to know about I it. I would do that today. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. Who's, who's getting married next? I want to see if I can I get, well, where's Waldo? <laughs> you have not. We, we were, what, you June, June 2014, we got married, so. Yeah, because I, I moved here in Almost in seven years. January of 2014. Then we got Yoda, like, right after we. Yeah, we got married. Yoda in October. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. <laughs> No. Yes. Mm. And then Obi's mm. only three. The force will be with you. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, what Storm, else? Storm poopers. <laughs> Storm poopers. All right. Obi, Obi does this fun <laughs> thing. Oh man, bless you. Obi does this fun thing where if it's raining, he'll poop in the house. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> Are you serious? Every time. Also, sometimes if it's nice out, he'll do it in the, in the house. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I'd be so. Even though he just came in from outside. I hate when that happens. I walked into something the other day I haven't walked to in a long time. Poop. Poop. No. Ooh, I have a question. No, you, a question. What's Gross! the worst? What's the worst thing you've stepped no. on barefoot? <laughs> Let's not answer that. So, uh, Randy, what were you saying? What did you walk in on? A Bible bookstore. I can't believe they're even still around. I don't know. There used to be one of the mall. Ashton the worked there. Like, so did they just life. sell one book? <laughs> The Holy Writ. <laughs> no, I, I really am surprised Bible bookstores are still around. And, there and used I, to be a few around here. And I know I see them every so often. I never pay attention so. to them. And I was at, I was in, where was I at? I was in North Carolina not too long ago, and I was waiting 
for our case to get done to go pick up our stuff, and I had to go park and eat my lunch, and there was a little bitty plaza, and there was a Bible bookstore, and I just thought, well, there's a Bible bookstore, and I walked in there. Is that considered the Bible Belt? <laughs> where you were? Uh, no. <laughs> and you know what? That's another thing. It doesn't matter. No matter where you go in this country, they always say, welcome to the Bible Belt of the United States of America. You can what be in Southern it? Illinois. You can be up in Illinois. Montana or Illinois. Texas or, uh, or North Carolina or California. They're all going to say, you're in the Bible Belt. I'm like, where what is it? the Bible Belt? Yeah, identify it. It's just us. like the Orion Belt. Where's I, the Orion Belt? Yeah, is, well, we can, you can find Orion's Belt. It's can just you? Bermuda's the, uh, Is it around his waist? I would think, yeah. If you look at this, the United States as a country, okay, where would the waistline be? You know, and well, then that waistline per se, where the belt would be, I th- would call it the Bible Belt. What I don't know why that right even. Now? How would America wear pants? I know it, right? Um, one Texas, leg in Texas one, and one leg in the other. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey. And so what was I talking Oh, the Bible bookstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walked in there, and uh, CDs are still a thing. Go- Southern Gospel CDs are still... <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, why do people come here? And they still sell the old uh, church hymnals. The Gaither vocal band CDs. The, uh, the old hardback uh, church hymnals are actually still for sale in there. It's like hmm. blew my mind. So, I don't know. So I guess some places are still like that. It's like a they front. Sell, they sell it's just a books. front for a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. That's all it is. It's his Fun stuff. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Nope. Before we head out? Taylor, have you? we may be starting up your uh, guessing thing for too long. What do you think you're going to be doing? I think we're going to be doing my dream vacation. Hmm. A dream vacation. Are we just guessing location or like? <laughs> yeah, we have to break this down. The coordinates. The coordinates. coordinates. Like your itinerary too. Coordinates. Coordinates. Yeah, just, uh, just the coordinates. Okay. Four. No, not the coordinates. Yeah. We'd never get like that. What am I going to do on Wednesday of my dream? Two, three, <laughs> on the third day of my so dream vacation. To, What's my activity? We're going to have to guess Taylor's dream vacation spots. I mean, you got to come up with a name for it. Going to go so, to. What if it's a What cafe. if it's a cruise? Are you just going to all those locations? That's a lot of coordinates. It's dream yeah, location, it's, not dream yeah, locations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one de- one place out. destination has to be a train ride. In other words, once you go there, you can't go anywhere else. Like Area Fifty One, can't take a step. <laughs> any other yes, it's your pre-list Area Fifty One. So, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks right. for listening, and that's a short podcast, an hour and ten minutes, Whoa. twelve minutes. Here's so, seemed a lot longer. If really did. never mind. Cause it makes me Seems we just get Guess it's time for me to sing. So I thought about changing our outro to Mr. Rogers. Yeah, you need to look that up. This is everywhere. But it really is glitter. It was like it was called leprechaun mess. It was basically just oh, like confetti. It was basically just confetti and glitter. We had a. Uh, it was awful. We had a leprechaun hunt. I regretted it. Quack, quack. I dumped it out. They <laughs> made like little footprints, and I put them on the floor. And with got, your hand. Oh, like I cut them out, and it, um, we, it led to the front desk where this guy was dressed as a leprechaun, and he handed out Oreos that I spray painted with edible glitter.
Like and, little and edible, edible glitter. Well, he went to lunch and I had to do. So it. you get glitter in your teeth after you eat. Oh my god! No, it was like metallic. It was, gold. Like, spray paint. It was like spray paint, like food coloring. Metallic gold's food coloring. What? <laughs> so you have gold teeth after you eat. Yeah. You gotta make your dookie twinkle. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, say something. Test say Mike. something. I'm something. Up on you. <laughs> oh my oh. goodness, that's about a seven right there. That's... A seven. Yeah. Well, it was all, it was like it was totally unexpected, and I I said test your mic, and she did that. So, Jared, so wait a minute, does that mean we're allowed to use the other end test, test, test as well? No. Something. Because <laughs> he's better than all of us. No, stop. Started. <laughs> all right, we're gonna start now. All right, let's start. Are you sure? Here's the thing, though. <laughs> 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 you just press record, didn't you? It's recording now. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for everyone to get it out of their system so we can get started. Dude, I got nothing left. 